Here we go. Oh, fuck along. You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slap It Podcast. Last chance for me, will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see, it's a last chance for you. Last chance for me, it's a last chance for you. Last chance for me, it's a last chance for you. Last chance for me, will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. What up, what up? Real Coach JB back in effect, Slap Dick Podcast. Shit, I couldn't even tell you what episode it is, man. We're just living in this quarantine life. And uh, I decided to. to Come on the show today with a bang, man. I'm bringing on an old partner of mine, uh, you know, an old crimey of mine, an old uh, rye receiver uh, that I'm going to bring on, old Arena League partner and a teammate of mine I'm going to introduce in a minute. But uh, getting into this uh, Sunday night, man, I know hopefully everybody's safe out there dealing with this quarantine bullshit. Um, like I said, Quote of the day, fellas, just so you guys know, ladies and gentlemen, not all storms come to disrupt your life. Some come to clear your path. Remember that shit because, man, I'm going to tell you, everybody's, uh, you know, shit. I know some hood cats that, that ain't even having to pay mortgage and shit. That fucking mortgage bill got suspended for three, four months. Who, who knows? Water bills ain't getting shut off. Shit, this might be the best thing for some folks. The air quality's better than ever. Uh, LA's never been this clear. I can't even walk outside. Uh, my lungs burn. It's been, it's so fucking clear. It, it feels like I'm in fucking Boise, Idaho or some shit like that. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a good quote. I think, man, just so you guys understand 2006, I had a rough year, man. My pops passed away, uh, actually in 05, but 06 was the worst year of my life, man. I had a, I false allegations against me, all kinds of shit, man. And, uh, and, and, you know, we got through it, beat the beat, beat everything, got through that fucked up year, got my Cadillac truck repossessed. I mean, it, there's, there's always going to be some trials and tribulations, uh, we all face and, uh, Hey man, put your big boy pants on, suck it up. This is what we are. What are you going to do? Put your head between your legs and kiss your ass goodbye or what? Or are you going to nut up and uh, get through this thing? Help someone on the way, because I'm telling you, man. This fucking uh, epidemic, pandemic, whatever you want to call it, is really showing a lot of people's true colors. I'll tell you that shit. Because uh, you can't go to the store without motherfuckers freaking out. Like, they ain't never bought milk, eggs, toilet paper. I've been harping on that shit, but goddamn, they never played sports. Because if they did, they'd have a little bit of ice in their veins and know what the fuck uh, to do in a, in, a, in, a, in a hard situation. They're, these cats freezing up, boy, I tell you. Ah, uh, shit. Lucky I'm a good human being because I'm telling you, there's a lot of vulnerable motherfuckers out there just panicking and shit. Um, but everybody thinks I go around running around Walmart cussing out little babies anyway. So uh, that's because you guys watch the show with me on it. And uh, you saw me for 16 hours in two years. And uh, they filmed my ass for fucking 3,000 plus hours. But all you mother judgmental motherfuckers out there just like to talk shit behind the keyboard because you got all cowards. But listen, man. Uh, my little rant clowny to the bucks we'll talk about that he's gonna go with brady to the bucks that's a good pickup for the bucks um you know it's gonna be crazy you know there's a there's a not a lot of sports news man because there's, there's not a lot of fucking sports going on i guess the wrestling had some fucking the, the wwf or wwe or whatever the hell it is had some matches last night with no crowd so i mean fuck how how fun is that um and then, uh, you know, what, what, what really is going on right now? So there's not a lot to talk about, but that did happen today. 
Clowny to the Bucks. Uh, I know Tom Brady's probably happy. Uh, gets him a few more possessions. Um, and we'll be bringing on a guy here that's going to talk about some football and some possessions here in a minute. Um, but, you know, we're on mandatory lockdown here in California, man. We are, we are flattening this curve, so, so to speak. Uh, apparently, news in the, in, the, in, the, in the coronavirus front, you know, New York's had its first decline today. So that's good news because they're, they're getting crushed. Uh, as well as Louisiana, which is the second worst, uh, and, and my guest here today is, is from Louisiana, so um, they're having a little uh, trouble there, and, and Detroit, I think, is bad, and so we we all trying to get through this thing, man, and uh, it's just uh, it's tough times, but but today's podcast, man, is brought to you by Truth's Classic Tees. Um, it's a you know super excited about the new sponsor for the show. Uh, like I said, style is changing. Formal wear is out, and the T-shirts are in, man. I'm telling you, I'm wearing one right now. It's, 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 it's fucking comfortable as shit. Um, True Classic Tees are my favorite. It's based in L.A., and T-shirt company, that's on the rise. The, the T-shirts are soft. They hold up in the wash and incredibly versatile. You can wear them out. You can wear them to work out or around the house, and that's what we're going to be doing for a long, long time here. So you might as well go get you a lot of these fucking T-shirts. Um, and the best part, they're incredibly cheap, $15, and you can get them even less right now if you go to trueclassictees.com and use the code at checkout, Believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, for 20% off. That's Believe, B-L-E-A-V, at trueclassictees.com. That's trueclassictees, T-E-E-S, dot com. So, uh, go get you some tees. I'm telling you, man, they're really, they are really comfortable, um, not just because they're uh, sponsoring this show, but they're comfortable as hell. I'm just going to be honest. You know, if they were shitty, I would tell you they're shitty. Um, just like my guest is on, and I'm going to tell him just how it is, and he's going to tell me how it is, and we don't bullshit around. So you guys better make sure you listen to this show. I know that. Um, man, no further ado, I'm bringing on my boy, man. His name is Teddy. Teddy Wilson. Former wide receiver for the Bakersfield Blitz uh, Arena League when I played quarterback there uh, years ago, man. We had a lot of good friends on that team, a lot of good partners, and uh, he's he's moving all over the country. He's a he's a Louisiana native, um, so I know he's he's got some things to talk about because his his LSU Tigers won the national championship. Um, he's got that in the bag, and he you know he he moves around. I think he you know he lives in Boise, Idaho, and and uh, he the only he the only brother that lives in Boise, so you know we're gonna talk about all those things and get to a few uh, you know real 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 things, a real dude. And uh, and no further ado, I'm gonna bring on my boy Teddy Wilson. You guys give it up for him. What's up, Teddy? What's going on, dog? JB, what's up, baby? How you doing, man? Man, I'm chilling, man. Ain't no same old shit, different toilet bowl. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel you on that, baby. I feel you. Talk to me. Where you at nowadays? I'm in uh, Boise, Idaho, man. Oh, okay. Like you said, up in yeah. Boise, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. You uh, you, you got it. You got to to find a brother in Boise. You got to go to the barbershop, and them 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 motherfuckers are imported into the barbershop from from probably a different state, but they probably there to play ball, or they played ball, or they stayed there, or they coaching there. Um, I just don't manage. I just don't imagine you see a lot of brothers walking around Boise, but I guess it is it's gotten a little better, huh? Well, that's hey, that's real shit you just said, man. You got a lot of guys playing arena football here as well. Uh, military is like 30 miles from here. Uh, they used to have a uh, CBA team that was here for a while. And uh, and you're right, a lot of guys stay over. 
And and a lot of times guys go to Boise State, man, and they might go here for four years and you know, not to not to say this in a bad way, but they come from California and then they come to Boise, they realize, damn, I can outwear whatever I want for four years, they have to worry about this, that and the third. If you walk down the street and not worry about nothing, get up, bring their butt back to Boise and, and, and realize that, damn, okay, it ain't all about, it's all about the safety. So people come back to Boise where it ain't, it ain't no violent crimes like that. So, okay. so that's how the black population continue to grow. So, no, yeah. no doubt. And you know, I'm just fucking with everybody. I don't care. You know, everybody know me don't care. And if you, and you oh, think absolutely. I, you know how it is, but we, we, uh, you know, shit, man, everything happens for a reason. And, uh, you know, people, absolutely. people left Compton years ago and went to Little Rock. Then they put a fucking show together on HBO called Banging in Little Rock. That's and right. it's it shit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I hope it don't happen in Boise, but you know, cats in LA and they, they want to wear t-shirts and khakis and go other places and show it off. You know how that go. Um, right, right, crazy. exactly. So, man, oh yeah, let's get to uh, how's that? you got folks in Louisiana. You from Louisiana? I know they got a big curve going on with this coronavirus shit. Uh, first of all, what's your thoughts on this virus, man? What, what's your true take on this deal? You think it's it's what it is? You think it's a uh, media blown up? You think it's election year and Trump's trying to save his job? What what the fuck you think this is going on? I'm gonna be honest with you, dog. I think it's a little bit all the above. At first, I wasn't. I'm the type of person. Uh, like with Bernie Maxwell on Kings of Coming, I don't believe in shit that shit happens. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you know, when you start, you start reading, and and, and some people get caught up and watching news. I quit watching the news, man, months ago because every time you turn on the damn TV, it's something about this, something about that. Negative, negative, yeah, absolutely. So I I believe, man, that uh, I believe it's a combination of all what you just said. Uh, to me, I think, of course, the media always blow things up. I'll make it buff it up a little bit more than what it really is. Uh, I got a cousin, she's on Facebook, and she it's almost like she working for the media because she reports every case, <laughs> every death. And the thing about New Orleans, see, what happened in New Orleans, you got to realize Mardi Gras just left there mm-hmm. a month, month and a half ago. And before we was able to get everything canceled out, boy, a lot of people, you got people coming from all over the world Boom, dropped it right off in New Orleans, man. That spread like wildfire, man. And good point. You know, yeah. I, you know, and so every time you turn on the news now, oh, such and such died from coronavirus. Yeah. So that's what kind of threw me off. Like, damn, that was fast. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> like, and, is, and, is and, it is, it, is it like to ma- to answer your question? Not to cut you off. Is it is it really just yeah. that they just died of uh, the damn virus of of, of of influenza or the flu? I mean, and then because you know they don't they don't really they're not tracking and telling us how many motherfuckers are dying from everything else. See, they, they, you know, right. there, there was thirty thousand uh, regular flu deaths uh, in two thousand twenty already before this thing hit. So. You know, I think right. it's a cumulation of everything, and now I think this coronavirus is hitting harder um, because it is a, a a deal that I think we're getting accustomed to and trying to figure it out. But it, it sounds like it's going to be a seasonal flu, man. It's going to be another seasonal bug that we got to be able to battle, and I've just never seen nothing like it. Obviously, me and you, being around the same age, we haven't faced anything like this, um, you know. And, right. and so right. now, you know, the world's getting shut down, and the economy, we're going to end up being this fucking third-world country uh, under this man's uh, regime, and uh, you know, it's, it's, he's been warned about it. Everything I've read, he was warned. Bush warned him in '05. Obama warned him uh, when he took office in '16. And you know, shit ain't happening. I don't know. I'm not a politician. I'm not into politics. But uh, right. 
you know, you only judge by, you know, you only judge by what have you done for me lately. And this motherfucker ain't doing too hot because we, we locked down and I can't get eggs or toilet paper. So, you know, I'm just, I'm just venting, man, but, but it's, it's crazy right now. So I know that's a good point you made about the Mardi Gras leaving New Orleans though. Cause that's a, that's a good point. Cause shit, everybody came there. There was a report today that 460,000 uh, Chinese have came to the United States since January. So, God damn. You know, yeah. yeah. So shit. I, I mean, that's not happening at all. You know what I mean? I mean, that's nah. making it worse, man. I mean, I thought they put a ban on entering the United States. You know what I mean? That's what the motherfucker said, but shit. How about this one, dog? Have you heard this one? Beijing, China. And uh, what's the other big ass city in China? Beijing, though, hasn't had one case. How the fuck? Come on. Dog, I just read that shit and I'm jaw almost dropped. I said, "What the fuck? Beijing don't have a case of coronavirus." Like, come on, man, that shit sounds fishy to me, dog. Right, that don't make sense, man. Because, and I'm like you, going back to what you said earlier. I don't do politics. I don't talk politics at all. But, uh, but it, for my understanding, what I'm hearing, okay, it started over there, and all of a sudden it come here, and and but they. You know, they try to warn us, like you said, they, they was warning us about the situation. So Trump, as the person that we know he is and can be, he probably waited to the last minute to make it a, such a dramatic thing. Like he's doing great things for the American people now. Mm. And now that shit got out of control, man. Where, you know, man. Man, I mean, people, like you, man, you, you can't go to start. I mean, people are fighting over toilet paper. What is the man. damn issue with the fucking toilet paper? I don't man? know, dog. I've been asking for about, I've been about, I've done this about shit, seven, eight shows since this shit popped off. Since the NBA canceled, basically, that night. Because when the NBA canceled mm. is when the world went on pause. It, it, right. People ain't realizing that shit. When the motherfucking NBA said nope, boop, then the the rest of the world just said fuck, we're fucked. So you know they didn't get, they can't see LeBron and shit. They just shit just shut down. I guess I don't know, but but that's the funny part about it. Because when that shit happened, I've done about seven shows, and man, I don't understand what the fuck's up with the toilet paper deal. I've been saying it, and it's getting old. I think maybe to my listeners, but. What the fuck's going on with the toilet paper, dog? Like, go get some baby wipes or go wash your ass, get in the tub or something. I don't know. I, I'd go in the backyard, Teddy, and get a goddamn hose and, and wash my fucking ass before I had to go get every goddamn toilet. I went to Walmart, dog. The black lady and the Mexican lady got into a straight scrap. One lady pulled this other lady's wig off. She had a weave. And uh, I know you like them girls with weaves, Teddy, but she had a weave on. And, um, and they got into a fight. Oh, this this lady had twenty rolls of toilet paper in her thing, and there was no more left. And the late the one lady just wanted one roll, and she wouldn't give to her. I, I, I just don't understand it. Man. I had a female. I had a young lady said, "It's more things that I can stock up on besides toilet paper." She said, "Like condom." So that way, when this shit is over, I can go do what I need to do. You know what I mean? Hey, so dog, that makes sense to me. I'm going to tell you like this. This motherfucking, this to me, okay, first of all, it's an election year. Every time there's an election year, something pops off. Now, if you go back uh-huh. in history, there's some, been some crazy shit in election years. Now, I'm just going to say that. I'm not right. I'm not going to get into nothing else because I don't even know conspiracy theorists or none of that. But I know I do like listening to other people's uh, conspiracies, but I'm not going to get into uh, conspiracy shit. But I'm just going to tell you, every time there's a fucking election, a uh, year, there's some shit crows off. Number two, if something bad goes down and there's not an, a, a vote, then this motherfucker stays in office. So, 
I mean, shit, what you going to do? I, this motherfucker gets by default. So, you know, right. uh, it makes you think. I'm thinking, okay, Beijing don't have no fucking cases. Russia, you have you heard anything cracking in Russia? I ain't heard no cases in I Russia. Have, like, I, have heard, I have not heard nothing in Russia. So that's funny. That's ironic as fuck. I know we had a little, you know, that whole voting thing with Russia and all that. So, like, it's crazy, dog. I, I don't know, man. I don't understand it. Uh, you know, there's been 18 strands of coronavirus before this one because this one's a 19th, right? So, you know, this is Corona 19, so there's been 18 other ones. I mean, so number 19 is just the, the world beater. I mean, I just don't get it. I, I don't know. I mean, this is just it's weird to me. I'm going to keep living my life unless they mandate me to wear a mask. I can't do it, dog. I just I can't walk around in the United States of fucking America with a mask and gloves on looking like goddamn Bobo the Clown. I'm just saying, dog, I, I can't do it. I'm like, I'm too prideful, I guess. I mean, I, you can say I'm ignorant, and I always say ignorance is life-threatening, but, dog, I refuse to wear that shit unless they make me. I'm just going to be like, fuck that. I can't wear no mask, dog. I just can't no, do I'm, that shit. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that because I flew to uh, San Antonio. You know, my son lives down in San Antonio, and I flew to go uh, to go get him. And this is right when all this shit was jump, kind of jumping off, and you seeing people get off the plane with their mask on, they rubber gloves on, and what they don't know is, man, those like those type. I worked on Ori for a long time, and you just have to have the mask mm-hmm. that don't absolutely seals everything. Like you can't even have a full beard on. Mm-hmm with those masks because of the beard keeps it from, you know, sucking up to your face. Mm-hmm. And so people just walk around with that shit on, man. I'm like, you know, and, 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 and the media say, you need to wash your hands. You know, when your steak ass should be washing your hands anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, the worst thing is going to the airport and I'm doing, man, I see guys and I'm big on that, man. I be watching guys, they'll put their hand on their thing. Man. man. And then they just walk out and don't wash their yep. hands. It's hey, like, and, uh, and, 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 and I told my son, he know better. He'll look at that thing. He didn't even wash his hands. You know, and it's like, he said what I'm talking about, man. You know, he take care of your hygiene. And then a lot of this stuff will go away on his own. You see what I'm saying? Right. And, and all of a sudden, people want to go and get all this toilet paper. You ain't been wiping your ass that good. All of a sudden, now you want to hold up toilet paper from everybody. But I want to touch on something you said, man. Um. About election year. Like I said, I worked on Orig for a long time, you know. And, uh, and see, like every year when it's election time, the oil prices go up yep. because, you know, they want to keep the oil field guys working, keep everybody happy. No sooner they get in the office, boom, now you're worried about your job because the oil price is going down. Four more years later, it's back up. So, you know, I don't do politics, man. It's something I'm. I, I get what you're saying. Something ain't quite right with this, man. I just hope we get this thing under control, and, and let's just let's just get back to our everyday life. But this economy will take a hit for a while. I know the housing market is going to take a major hit, man. It's just going to be tough to bounce back. But we Americans, man, we know how to fight, and we'll we'll figure this thing out on our end. You know? Yeah, I. Man, I, I don't know if there's ever going to be a, what we call normalcy. I don't think normal is okay. ever going to be the same word. I mean, I'm just saying, I don't know if we'll ever have a, a, a normal, you know, what we're used to. You know what I mean? Because I think from now on, mm-hmm. w- would you go get your, because I'm going to tell you right now, you need to be the first one in there to get your feet done at the motherfucking uh, nail shop. So everybody out there know Teddy, God bless Teddy's soul. He got the worst fucking feet. 
you've ever seen in your life. So I know Big but Phil, Phil, Phil Big Phil, Big Phil Blackman's out there listening, and, and a couple partners of ours, Chad and then Elliot Burke, and a couple Oscar Grajeda. They all listening to this show and uh, right. Quick and then all them twos. You know, I know they know your feet are fucked up. York D. York D, my homie, York D. I know he out in Nashville, man. I know they had a big tornado. I was out there. Shit, I was out there. I should have hit him up. I was out there for the convention, man. And if they have another one in January, uh, maybe I'll have you come with me, man, because I'm going to launch my whiskey soon. Um, You know, I got a whiskey coming out called Slap Dick Whiskey, obviously. Uh, you on the Slap Dick okay. podcast. I got a Slap Dick whiskey, and then uh, we got Slap Dick hoodies and, and, and CoachJBStore.com. You can get a hoodie. I'll I, I shoot you one, Teddy. Um, right, right. But, okay. uh, but, you know, we used, to, we used to go to the club, and, and we used to tease Teddy because he wears fucking flip-flops, and his feet are fucked up. You ain't supposed to wear no flip-flops with the fucked-up feet like that. But anyway, we're going we're gonna, to uh, – Teddy being modest right now, and I'm fucking with him, but – uh, you know, oh, yeah. to be oh, honest yeah. with be honest with you, Teddy, are you gonna go get your fucking f- nails done or hair done if you're a woman or whatever it, 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 after this thing right away? Hell no, I wouldn't. I'm just saying. So you know, I think the world's never gonna be the same because you know people gonna get their hair done. They are gonna get their hair done like normal because those people are taking a hit. Barbershop, all my boys that are barbers, they got to shut down. So I mean, oh yeah, people gonna be scared for a long time. And like you said. Man, I've I washed my hands my whole life probably 20, 30 times a day, more than that. I'm, I'm, a, a, I'm a huge, right. huge wash my hand guy. And I, you know what, to be honest? Absolutely. I, dog, I'm never really sick. Knock on wood. I ain't been, to, I ain't had a Same natural, way. I never, I ain't been sick, dog, in shit. Years, 20, 30 years, like really sick, like where I can't move, like I can't go out tomorrow. Yeah. And, uh, right. I, you know, I, 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 I thank God and everything else that I've got a strong immune system, whatever you want to say. But I know this. I wash my hands more than anybody. And I think that this whole scare or epidemic, whatever you want to call it, has probably uh, scared people into washing their dirty ass fucking hands. And hopefully this, the, you know, obviously you see in Italy that the water is the clearest it's been in like 80 years. Like, I think the oceans, the climate. The fucking ozone layer. Everything's going to benefit from this shit. And I'm going to be honest. If I was the fucking government or whoever makes the plan, I tell every, I say once a year, we, we, we just, let's just fucking go to 11 month years and take a month off every year and do a quarantine. Cause if that's what it's going to take, shit. Right. What I've seen in a month though, I'm telling you what I've seen in a month. Shit. LA, LA looks like goddamn Boise. Hey, you see the mountains, you can see the mountains, clear mountains, fuck, it's, it's crazy. That's some shit you don't never see in L.A., but, Hell no. man, this shit got people, this shit got people scared to cough and sneeze and mm. stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean mm-hmm. I mean, you know, people sitting there holding their shit extra tight because they, they you know, you get man. Them Hey, you know, I caught one day. Somebody looked at me, and I what the fuck you looking at? I've been coughing. You ain't been running from a, from a cough. Uh, You're running from now, so... Hey, I'm gonna be honest with you. If you cough by me, I'll slap the shit out of you. I'm just gonna tell you straight out. So you, okay. you might, we might have to fight. We might have to fight because you, you cough by me. We're gonna have major fucking problems right now. So I don't know what the fuck hey. you talking. But if someone just coughed by me, I saw this lady yesterday, dog. She was in there buying eggs. I'm trying to get these fucking eggs, and uh, they had 18 eggs. There, there was one thing left, and I, and there was, uh, I told the lady, I said, man, listen, so. We were trying to get eggs. The lady at the fucking register that checked us out was like, you got to put two of the eggs back. And I said, wait up. There's no sign out. And I was trying to be nice about it and give one of the eggs right. to someone else. The fucking lady took two of my, my cases of eggs, carton of eggs. And I'm like, listen, 
the only reason I brought him up here is because you don't have no fucking sign up. And uh, this lady sneezed so fucking loud and hard, dog, all over the carton. And I said, shit, you have all these motherfucking eggs back. And I said, that's a, that's a ploy. That's a Walmart ploy. That's Walmart, dog. It's a Walmart fucking Walmart ploy, man. Keep them fucking eggs, man. It's crazy right now. Uh-huh. Toilet paper and eggs, dog. It's, it's just it's crazy. I don't know. Remember you used to egg houses and toilet paper houses? Oh, yeah. You used to do that shit? No, I didn't do that, but I remember people doing nah, it. No, like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I never did that shit. Shit, well, you did that shit no, I never to did us. That shit, man. You get your ass smoked where I grew up. Shit, we didn't have that no, problem. Shit. Little small, town, little small town, Gina, Louisiana, man. We didn't have that shit. We were too busy, you know, running around playing ball, trying to, you know, Hell trying yeah. to go to jail, deal with these cops and shit, you know, because. That yeah. little town was very racist town, man. And, oh, and yeah. you know, we just try to walk on the straight and narrow to get out of there. So, we didn't, you know, hell, we just try to maintain life, man. Oh, I already know. Yeah. Shit, I had about 35, 40 kids from Louisiana on my independence teams last few years on the show. And Delrick Abrams, he's, he, shit, that motherfucker's from 10 miles from a dirt road, uh, from a country road. You couldn't understand shit, he said. You, you, your, your voice is fucked up. He, his shit is seven times worse than you. I couldn't, you can't understand shit, he said. God damn. So Teddy, so Teddy played a uh, wide receiver, man, in the arena league with me. And, and, you know, he, he was, uh, he was already been playing in the league. So a little backstory on him. So I came into this league fresh out, man. I just, I got cut in the NFL. I only lasted a few days in mini camp. Then I go to the arena league, and I get to this league that's just it's awkward to me. So it took me a long time. And they had another quarterback there named Chad Elliott, good friend. Uh, he was he was really good. Played at Arizona State. Played at Syracuse. And uh, he's got a son that's really good. I'm helping him get out get a, get a scholarship. But uh, so he had already played a year at arena league. So he had it down. I'm just kind of observing and listening and watching and shit. And Teddy kind of took me under his wing and. And uh, Teddy caught my first Arena League touchdown, man. It was lucky as fuck, too. I'll tell you that. He caught it off a goddamn <laughs> net. But, uh... Yeah, your answer, uh go ahead. <laughs> uh, I, hey, I'm going to tell you the story. I fucking rolled out. It's three-man rush. Three-man O-line. So, I took off and, and fuck, man. I'm, we were at home, and we used to sell out our place. We were in Bakersfield, California. We used to sell out our arena, and it was a good time, man. It was probably the funnest times of my life. And, uh... Absolutely. And, uh... I fucking carried you. I know that much. You better fucking recognize that. But anyway, I uh, I threw one up, man, and I was like trying to throw it away. I'm used to 11-man football. I threw that shit away, and that shit hit the net, and I forgot. It's live. Teddy's ass got fucking big old goddamn hands, just like his feet. They're fucked up. They're huge-ass hands. He used to fucking wrestle gators or something in Louisiana. This motherfucking ball came off the net, and that motherfucker grabbed it. And he still give me shit to this fucking day. So, I don't know. You remember that play? Can you tell me about that fucking play? Because I know you've probably got that shit fucking recorded and on your goddamn mirror, a uh, picture of it and everything. So, tell me the story, man, because I don't know. Because I got hit and blasted. Just so you know, well, I got blasted for your ass to get a touchdown. I got my ass blasted on that play. So, I didn't know shit. That's funny you bring that play up because I was just talking to O.C. Oscar yesterday about that same play. You 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 right. You look like you look like you scared at first of all, <laughs> backpedaling like you see on Sanders or some fucking body. And they say you know you you. It kind of looks like the the. Uh, I was just watching this uh, this Peyton play and they were talking to Joe Montana about the catch. You did that little pump face. wasn't too sure what the fuck. The Dwight Carter or Dwight uh, Dwight Clark. Yeah. Yeah. And you pumped it a few times. You pumped. You said fuck. I'm just gonna throw it away. And it hit the bottom. Hit the bottom beam, and it came right back. It just stuck to my helmet like uh, 
like your boy uh, Tariq uh, from uh, the Giants Sh- in the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Tariq, yeah. And, and so that was your first check. That was your first touchdown. Uh, and then after that, man, it was just it was just fun times from that time filled up. We had a great time. Uh, I think you ended up throwing two that game. I'm not for sure. Yeah, but, I don't shit. Yeah, I couldn't so tell you. I, I don't remember shit. That just tells you how fucking strong my arm was to hit it off a goddamn metal post and well, land hit you in the helmet and you just stuck to you. So I goddamn mean, happy birthday to no, you. It was ten fucking yards, dog. Hell, you better. I mean, that shit. That shit. Nah, you, it's like a fish story. I tell if I tell it, it was a goddamn fifty yard line drive shot. I threw that motherfucker off my back foot fifty yards. You never better believe that shit. Uh, yeah, so uh, so, so, get, so let, let, everybody, let everybody know, dog. You Louisiana born and bred. Let me, let, you know, I'm a good friend with Ed Ogeron. Obviously, when he was at SC, he recruited a lot of my players, okay. and, and so, uh, and I got a good friend on that staff. Uh, a couple other good friends, but anyway, they, they, they go, and I try to tell people, and you know, me and you always going, we always fuck with each other about football, and because uh, you always talk that shit about every fucking, you always, you got to work. God damn you, you, you vote for the worst fucking, you root for the worst teams, man. God damn. But anyway. Um, you know, his, his LSU Tigers, he's always been, uh, since I've met him and known him, this is an 0203. I know he's always been LSU Tiger. So you got to at least, uh, honor that. And, uh, just right. like me, I'm a Dodger. I'm a Laker. I'm a Ram. Cause I'm from oh, LA. Yeah. So, right. um, I ain't no front runner. That's going to go chase fucking the new, I'm not the new England Patriots. Goddamn newest fan every year. You know, I, Right, I, so that bullshit. Right. Uh, my team shitty. They me shitty. You went to, we went to me. You went to a Dodgers and Braves game. When we That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Because you a fucking Atlanta Braves fan. Yeah, you Atlanta Braves fan. We saw fucking. I think it was Smoltz pitched. Or was it? I think. Oh, fuck. I don't, I don't remember, but you remember when Sheffield, Gary Sheffield yep. just left the Dodgers, yep. and they was giving him hell at right field. But anyway. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I knew Gary Sheffield because when I was at Compton College, I told you the story. Gary Sheffield had our whole team out. We used to, we we catered like uh, he'd bring us right. out and uh, and we work his at his house and he'd have a bunch of stars over there doing like fundraisers and so my team at Compton would would actually. Uh, would, would do the benefit for him. So he was a good dude, man. Helped out inner city youth. Shout out to Gary Sheffield. But yeah, uh, I remember okay. Chipper Jones and all them were on that team. And, oh, yeah. uh, cause right. I hated, I hated the Braves and, 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 and everything about him. I had Chipper Jones, all them motherfuckers, Smoltz and, and all yeah. them fucking yeah. Glavin. Glavin. Yeah. It was one of them cats that oh, was yeah. a pitcher that, who was a lefty? That was Glavin, Tom Glavin. So I think he started that game and then, uh, I think the Dodgers probably roped his ass, got him out fucking early. Yeah, Greg Maddox. Greg Maddox. Now that's who it was. Yeah. It was Greg Maddox, wasn't yeah. it? So, yeah. anyway, yeah. that was long back in 02, 03. So, uh, shit, I'm always a fan. But you've always been an LSU fan. And, uh, you know, they won it this year. They won a national championship, beat Alabama, got over the hump. Last eight times, they finally beat Alabama. So, you know, you know, you beat, you know, I, I seen Teddy's Facebook post and he hyped up and all that. I'm, I'm going to let him have his, mm-hmm. his 10 minutes. So this is my thing. I've been telling people because I'm a football guy. I know I know how coaching works. I know these coaches. I, I know them personally. I know the players are right. in it. I got you know I got about fuck over a hundred players playing right now. Division one, about twenty in the SEC. My thing is, I think it was a one hit wonder, and you could you could argue this, but because okay. of the fact that I think Ed's a great coach, a great recruiter. Okay, he's a great recruiter. Right. Right. So he's gonna get kids in there. And he's going to get him to buy in right. and run through a wall for him, just like I was. I think right. he had a great dynamic young OC with a great dynamic older QB, and it allowed it equals success. 
So I don't see I, – I, I believe it was a one-hit wonder. I think they're back to middle of the pack this year. That's just me. Okay. Uh, hopefully we have a season to even fucking have a middle of the pack. But, right. um, but, but, but tell the fans out there, first of all, I know you were elated that they won it. Second of all, how are they going to win this year with no QB that's, that's solidified and then the OC's gone. And the DC, by the way, is a new head coach at Baylor. You have all new coordinators – and you're going to have some a quarterback change. So how are you going to convince your fans in Louisiana that you're going to still win it all? Well, uh, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, I, 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 do, I talk to people every day about that. I got a buddy of mine here in Boise, another black dude, for the record in Boise. Uh, <laughs> uh, played basketball here in Boise State back in the day. Me and him always sit around and talk sports every day. My thing is, man – LSU always been a solid team. Mm-hmm. We our offense was always lacking. Mm-hmm. See? Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow benefited off of a spread offense with a young gun coordinator who who was with Drew Brees for a year behind Sean Payton learning stuff, and he brought it to LSU. And this year, people saw what type of talent LSU really have when you open things up. You know, for fucking many years, we've been running that power eye, cost power play to the right and to the left. When Les Miles was there and they thought it was going to be his last game there, I was at that game. I flew down to Louisiana, said, I'm going to go see Les at his last game because I'm a fan of Les. I, I am. I just texted me and him. And they thought, we all thought that was going to be Les' last game. Well, it's going to be his last know, fucking game this year at KU because that motherfucker's what? Them kids listening to him and that shit going right through one ear and out the other. That motherfucker needs to hang they, it up. Right. No, they gonna get, he going to get some time to fix that. So me and my girl at the time, we got back to the hall. I was like, boy, it was good to see Les. Uh, man, you know, he done some great things for He got some national championship in 07. I, I, I'm a fan of it. Next thing you know, it's breaking news. Les Miles is standing at LSU. What the hell? Okay, I'm cool with it. But Les promised the folks in Louisiana that he was making changes. Now, to show you how big of an LSU fan I am, the next year we played against Wisconsin in Green Bay. I flew to Chicago with the Wrigley Field, which was amazing. Finally marked that off my bucket list. And the next day, uh, me and a good friend of mine, he, 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 familiar, he got a familiar name, Randy Livingston, one of the best basketball players in the nation back in the high, you know, high school days in the 90s. We drove up to Green Bay and go to the game. So we think, oh, man, here we go. We're going to air this thing out. And the very first play, let's call, they call that power toss, and I said, Les Miles will not last long here. Okay? Now, everybody's saying – we won this because of uh, um, the coordinator and Joe Burrow. True. But the MVP for LSU last year was Coach O. He swallowed his pride. He didn't have no pride to say, I'm not above going to get somebody to take it over this thing. And he said, once we didn't score against Alabama, and I was at that game when LSU didn't score a point against Alabama, he said, we got to open this thing up, and he did. So Joe Brady came in and put in the blueprint for what needs to be done. And I think, man, that we still, we own the something. Now, is it going to be like it was last year? Of course not. And I don't think nobody, you, we won't see that probably for another hundred years. Mm-hmm. But I, with the talent we got, 
And we still got uh, the sensational sophomore, Derek Stingley Jr., which his dad is one of my best friends. I watched the seniors kill when he was a baby. We still got him on the defensive side of the ball. He's coming up to the offensive side of the ball. We got a kid from my hometown, Jarrett Jenkins, at wide receiver, hoping that he sees the field a little bit more this year. So we still have weapons, and we still have athletes, man. I mean, in Louisiana, you're going to find pure talent just like you're going to find in California, Texas. I mean, you don't have to go very far and out of that region to get the guys you want. And we still got Jamar Chase. And Miles Brennan, seems like he's been there, man, for the last 10 years. But I think after sitting behind, uh, I forgot the quarterback we had there a few years ago. He, he transferred from, from Purdue. And then he sat behind him and Joe. You know how you wait on your time, man. So I, I got faith in it, man. So to lose the other people that's listening, I'm not down. I believe we still going to be right in the mix of things. Hey, like my daddy said, man, wishing one hand and shitting the other one and see what fill up first. That's, that's all we could do. I mean, shit, we're okay. going to see what happened. And, 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 hey, you know, I don't have a dog in the fight. I don't give a fuck. I got a kid of Georgia, a kid of Tennessee. I got kids all over the place. A Vanderbilt. Right. I mean, it don't matter to me. I'm South Carolina. I mean, shit, we're going to see what happens. And, uh, you know, shit, I, I just send kids to places. I don't root for them no more. You know, that's that's for the fans. But, you know, it wasn't. Ed's whole deal was he got the job. He was hated on getting the job. He 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 basically okay. treated he treated it as an interim position because he always knew he was on the hot seat because it's the head coach at LSU. You got a fucking it's a result oriented business that we live in, and right. you got to win. And so I think that he at least quieted some doubters. And then I think once he became comfortable coaching as as being the the premier tiger, the 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 the, the head of the figure of the the head the figure of the fucking whole deal. I think he realized, okay, now I can relax and go get coordinators and let this thing go and manage the the, the program like head coach is supposed to do when you get up in age and, right. and that's what he is. He, he can go be the best recruiter and manage mm-hmm. the kids and get the structure and discipline in order and let those coordinators coach the game. And uh, I'm going to tell you, man, like I tell everybody and I've always said, coaching is fucking very overrated. Coaches, right. lo- coaches lose games. Players fucking win them. And – just don't fuck it up. Coaches fuck it up too right. much. We fuck it up. I'm I've, I've been doing these uh I've been doing these virtual clinics online on Zoom. So if anyone's listening, I'm doing these Zoom clinics. Um you can email me uh coachjb12 at gmail.com. You can email me and I'm doing these Zoom clinics and I'm talking about that to some coaches like you guys are all wanting to know this X's and O shit. You should be wanting to know how to get a kid to fucking graduate, go to class, be on time, finish right. finish through the line, right. start behind the line, and understand program infrastructure more than X's and O's. Because X's and O's, there's a million motherfuckers that can call plays. You know what I mean? Right. How, how right. many how many chases are out there, though? And how many stingleys are out there? Those are the dudes that it don't matter if you call, like I've said on the, on the show on Netflix, like, which I ain't even fucking watched. You, you, I call peanut butter jelly, motherfucking Raheem Boyd, who, who, who's the leading rusher in the SEC at Arkansas, who has not won a fucking game. He'll be the number one pick. Mm-hmm. He'll be the number one running back out the SEC possibly uh, this year because he came back for his third year because I got him graduated early. And so that gave him an opportunity to play another extra year in the SEC. He's going to be a high draft pick. Yeah. But my, my thing is right. – you think I taught Raheem Boyd how to play football? Fuck no. I taught him how to go to class, be accountable, and lift some weights, and not fuck it up. That's the thing. Right. Raheem Boyd came right. out the womb 
able to run a 90 Ready yard 90 99 yard touchdown you know what i'm saying like right right i didn't tell that motherfucker to do nothing and so it was a trip because the, the, my good friend's the head coach at, at, at tulane willie fritz and uh that's your neck of the woods and uh oh yeah their coaches were down at my practice one one night in the spring and uh they're like damn great play call there and I said, Coach, I called a fucking dive play to get out of the half because we were on the one-yard line. That motherfucker hurdled two cats, stiff-armed a cat, and went 99 yards. I did I'm going to tell you something funny about that. I was watching that episode just the other day <laughs> when you said that. I just watched that episode like three days ago. You said, I was just running, just trying to get you on your own goal line, and mm-hmm. you just try to give it to him. Mm-hmm. But that's an athlete and a player making a play, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, okay. They thinking the same thing, but okay. Teddy, they Just think I, they think I call they think I called the motherfucking best play in goddamn football history, right. dog. I exactly. so they were all asking me about that play and shit because we led the the, the the league in offense and all that, and I've done that a long long time in California. And I'm as the as as the OC and as the head coach, it takes a lot away from one or the other. You know what I'm saying? So, right. I had to give away a lot of the offense because at the same time I said, well, shit, I'm building a program. I got I got to be the head coach. I can't be. I can't do both good. I can't be good at both. Uh, it's just impossible. Right. Get, that's why you eventually got to give it up. And I just couldn't find that guy to give right. it up to um, with the money that we had for, for salary. So I, I was just, I fuck with people. And just people don't know on that show, they, they show that play, but they don't realize what really happened. And the week right. before, the week before that is when I really got Rakim to buy into me. And, uh, you know, he was on the show, and you see him on the show, and he's, he breaks down crying and different things. And, and, and I had him in the office. We were talking about life and shit, and they don't show a lot of that shit. But I told that motherfucker, I said, trust me, I'll get you out of here. You'll go back to a power five. And I said, you'll be a better human being in the world. And, and he, I love Rakeem, great kid, but he didn't trust me at first. He didn't trust the teachers. He didn't trust shit. And you got to really get that motherfucker to buy in or you're not going to have nothing. You're just bringing, why are you bringing that kid to your school if you ain't going to fucking work with them and get his ass to the next level? And, right. and get him yeah. somewhere he couldn't get himself because that's the definition of a coach. Get you where you could not get yourself. It don't matter if it's just coaching. Right. Or, or just, it's not doesn't matter if you're a player and you want to, I'm just not going to uh, boast because I got you to the NFL. I got to get you where you couldn't get yourself in life. Like fucking get a job, get a degree, uh, raise your family, get your kids right. Like not just play football. So, right. He's crying one day in the office. We're sitting there talking it up, and I'm like, "Man, fuck, grown men cry." So, so he ain't got no pride in this. I said, "Uh, right." So he bought in that day, and then his grades went up, his uh, his practice effort went up, and uh, he was a better fucking human being, to be honest. And that was what it took. It was that it was that shock treatment that I call it that got his ass over the hump. Well, right. That game was when you saw that game. We had a bye, I think, before that, and then that game happened, and uh. Right before that play, I called timeout because Malik had checked the play. And I told – so I motherfucked him, the whole offense. And Rakim comes over on the timeout, and he's pouting. And I looked at him. I grabbed him by the face mask. I'm like, motherfucker, there's going to be nine cats to your left, and we're going to run this middle zone play, and you're going to run through everybody. I said, I don't want to fucking hear no audible from Malik. I don't want to hear no change of the play. I said, you're going to run that shit to the left. And I don't give a fuck if there's nine or ten dudes there. Your ass is better than all of them. Dog, that motherfucker mm-hmm. did that shit. He went 99 yards, and when he came off the sideline, he's smiling at me with this fucked up grin, and I just looked at him. He didn't say nothing. I didn't say nothing. and But he's smiling at me, and I'm just like, I got this cat bought in. You know what I'm saying? Because 
I knew mm-hmm. I knew them motherfuckers weren't gonna stop that cat, and he man, he hit that shit a hundred miles an hour and said fuck it, and that was over. And uh, well, you know, before you say that, the last three that was the second to the last game, we we played for the ch- conference title game. He ran for over three hundred, and then in the bowl uh-huh. game, he ran for four hundred damn near and was a bowl MVP. And then he goes to Arkansas, and you've seen his career just kind of catapult. And, oh, and, yeah. and, and now you got to understand, like, well, shit, it, that was the moment that that was the shock treatment moment because I already knew he had the it factor, like I always talk about. But that was the moment where he said, fuck it, I'm, I'm bought in, and I'm, I know I can do anything. And now I think he'll play 10 years in the NFL. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, speaking of buying in, see, a, per, a person like you, that I, I want to say this first of all, people see you on the show and they probably say, oh, this dude putting on the front. Mm-hmm. Well, I had a couple guys in the barbershop. I say, hey, man, y'all seen last year? You have to ask my boy that, that's on there. Like, you don't know him. And that day I called you to verify that. So <laughs> one dude always said that that wasn't true. And I, I said, he's really like that. I said, that's every bit of that motherfucker, man. He say something stupid as shit. I said, but me and him had our fun. Our locker was next to each other. We had a blast, and that was him. But back to Coach O, JB, was speaking of buying in. That's what he did. He got those guys to buy in to what he was selling. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying he was selling because he didn't know what he was doing. He he gave them guys a different culture than what we was used to with Les because Les was always about, you know, Try to be a comedian in the meeting. You mm-hmm, see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now I'd be the first to tell you when I when they gave Coach O the interim job, cool, that's good. Let's finish after the season. Let's go get a big name coach and let's change this program around. Mm-hmm. Coach O, I, I, I took my son to camp there and and um uh, in seventeen two thousand seventeen he went when he was twelve because I, I went when I was twelve so I wanted him to go when he was twelve yeah. the LSU camp. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, Coach O made it clear to everybody, all the kids, don't get in a rush. I'm not leaving. I will be the last person here. So if I would take a picture with everybody here, sign every autograph, and I said, man, I, now that I like that. Because mm-hmm. I heard Lester come and leave throughout the camp. Now what really got me with Coach O was the very next year, I went down again to LSU camp, and Coach O remembered me, said, hey, I see you made it back here from Boise, Idaho. And I thought that was the most impressive thing ever because mm-hmm. all the people he see and all the hands he shakes, and that dude remembered me from camp there last year, the year before. And then, of course, we went last year, and we plan on going this year be the fourth year in a row. But I don't think they're going to have it, but – Coach O is a motivator. He knows how to talk to his players. He respects his players. And, and, he's, and he's a great leader. And that's why things went down the way it did this year. But if you think about it, hell, last year we won 11 games. So right. everybody looking at this year, like, oh, man, he's turning around. No, it started last year. But mm-hmm. he realized we had to take a step further because we got shut out against Alabama at home. Mm-hmm. Game of the century is supposed to be, and we don't, score a point. So right then, you yes, it's time to make some changes, and I think they're going to continue to make those leaps and bounds and, and keep this thing going because we have too much talent at LSU year in and year out and not and, and, and win national championships 10, 11, 12 years apart. There's it's, it's no excuse for that. 
No, nah, I, I hear you. Uh, you know, you know why he remembered you? Because he's a recruiter, though. And recruiters know right. remember everybody. Because I remember every fucking kid right. I ever seen or parent or anything. You. And you know, when you're a recruiter, you got that it factor. You know who it is, and you got to know uh-huh. who's making the call. Who's making the call? And uh, right. if you if you don't know who that is, then shit, you 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 gonna lose that motherfucker to to, to Coach Saban or or, or Dabo Sweeney. And uh, that's really the right. that's or Georgia Coach Smart. So you're gonna you're gonna have those kids. Uh, you know, I got a, a DN there, Jermaine Johnson, who's who's going to be an NFL guy at Georgia. It's the same thing. Like, it's 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 LSU, Georgia, Alabama, Clemson, and uh, and and you know, we'll see if one of these Texas schools can do something or or one of them. But you know, the LA schools mm-hmm. have, have been a disappointment. I've been talking about that right. forever. I mean, the recruiting is horrible. Uh, it's just unbelievable to me. And uh, SC got a good friend of mine, one of my former. Buddies and coaches, uh, Dante, who was over at SC, he was at Oregon bringing a lot of kids in. So we'll see. Hopefully he'll make a splash at SC coming back to Southern mm-hmm. California. But there's too much talent uh, here to to be right. irrelevant. Uh, I mean, fuck, when Pete Carroll was here, there was no Nick Saban, just FYI out there. You know what I'm saying? People don't understand mm-hmm. that. People don't realize mm-hmm. um, that that this whole thing started – with Pete Carroll, this whole head coaching head coaches can't go out but one or twice, two times a year to visit a kid at a high school because of Pete Carroll. Text messages right. stop because of Pete Carroll. Like right, there's so right. many things that happen, and then he went to the NFL and shit should have won two Super Bowls, but he's won right. one, and uh, you know mm-hmm. he, he'll go down as one of the greatest of all time, and and uh, and uh, you know now they're irrelevant, and it's uh, it's it's funny even because if you you give me a UCLA polo, an Oregon State polo for that matter, I don't give a fuck where it is, Idaho, uh, Idaho State, I don't care. Give me a polo, I'm gonna go get some kids, and right, I'm gonna take at least one of your kids, so where you don't have every fucking five star because I'm gonna get one of them, right. and nobody's doing yeah. that. And I I used to t- I've, I've been telling people, man, I said it's a recycled business. Coaches are getting recycled. You know, they fired Willie Taggart at Florida State, paid him $17 million to fucking leave, right. to leave, Teddy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just so. So, right. so, so, and then he goes and gets FAU, replaces Lane, good friend of mine, Coach Kiffin. He replaces him. So, mm-hmm. it's a recycled business, and, hey, kudos to them. I mean, shit, it is what it is. But there are some coaches right. out there that know what the fuck they're doing that aren't making these millions of dollars. And these ads and presidents don't see it, and and it's showing mm-hmm. it's showing true it's showing true right now because them motherfuckers assholes are puckered with this virus shit. Because if there ain't no college football season, college mm. college football buys computer labs and administrative buildings and pays oh, yeah. professors. So let's right. not get it fucking twisted. These presidents are going to try to do everything they can. To have a season. And as you know, the NCAA is a fucking meat market. And the kids in this meat market are are pieces of meat to that meat market. And it's unfortunate because most of them are are young inner city African-American young brothers. And it's unfortunate. But at the same time, it's ironic that the NCAA basketball tournament was the last fucking thing to really say, oh, okay, finally, we're not going to do it. But the motherfuckers was trying to string it out, dog. They were stringing it right. out, dog. So, absolutely, because they're about money. They don't give a fuck about them players. Look at, look at, look at, look at my boy, uh, Young at, at Ohio State takes his girl, get buys his girl a fucking flight to the Rose Bowl, and it's a violation. Look at, look at my boy Wiseman 
at uh at, at Memphis for Penny Hardaway. He can't even play no more. Right. This motherfucker, cause 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 uh cause they paid him in high school. And who was a, a family friend of a parent? I mean, this is bullshit, it, man. It's all it it's all bullshit, bullshit dog. It's a bullshit right. deal. You know, they the quarterback at Clemson. He chose a GoFundMe. They tried to shut that down. Now they try and they knew they yeah. were taking so much heat on that that they had to let his girlfriend take over the page. So right, the NCAA is a bunch of fucked up deals, man. It's a it's a, it it's, a, it's a fucked up deal, and so you know I'm curious to see what they do because without college football, see March Madness is March Madness. It's a one month deal. It, it makes billions of dollars because of the because of the right. TV TV, but mm-hmm. but college football year year long. Um, is so lucrative, it's, especially the BCS and the bowl games and the playoffs. Um, you know, it's a, it's a, it's, it's, it's basically taking over baseball as the pastime, as we all know it. Because nobody, baseball, shit. You go to Tampa Bay Rays game or whatever. There's motherfucking twenty seven oh. people in the game. Yeah. Right, exactly. Nobody's going to the motherfucker. I don't know how they, I don't know how 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 these baseball players are making two hundred million dollars a year. Nobody's in the crowd. Right, exactly. how, who's paying these motherfuckers? Right. But anyway, exactly. I ain't that smart, dog. Uh. All I know is uh, we'll see how it goes. Hopefully, there's just a season to be had, and then we can argue all the semantics later if, if who's going to win and lose because I don't have no dog in the fight. I got players playing and and uh, and shit like that, but shit, at the same time, you know. Well, well, to let you know, you know, LSU opened up against UCLA in the Rose Bowl in 2021. Oh, really? So, absolutely. So the show will be on the road, you know. Uh, but yeah, 2021, they opened up against UCLA doing a home and home. Uh, I think, I know the first one was in 21 at the Rose Bowl. Then I think they come to Baton Rouge, I think 25 or 26 or something like that. I tell you one motherfucking thing. You better hope I'm not coaching Mm -hmm. at fucking UCLA in 2021. Cause if I'm coaching UCLA, you're going to have major fucking problems. Cause we're going to have dudes. So you just give me, I'll tell you that much real fucking quick. I tell, I text coach Ogeron right now and tell his ass too. He better hope I'm not at fucking UCLA that year. Well, one thing you don't understand about us Louisiana, man, we embrace anything. Man, we, you know, we ain't scared of shit, man. So you go ahead. In fact, I called Chip Kelly for you. I mean, you might need to go help him anyway. So oh, I shit. call him and get you, you, you ain't going to call him for me because that motherfucker don't like me and I don't like him. So we go straight to that. <laughs> well, and I ain't never met him. I don't like him. You know, oh, you know man, one time, he, shit. He thought his shit didn't stink and he... He, he said he's the smartest guy in the room. And, nah, man, shit. that dude's the biggest fraud in the room, dog. So, there it is. I put it out <laughs> we, there. We, you know? uh, we can go on and on about that shit. We can talk off yeah, and yeah. me and him got all kinds of drama going way back to 06. But yeah. that's a whole nother ball game because obviously they're, they're, oh, yeah, they're, shitty. they're shitty for a reason. Uh, you know, right. uh, to me, you're in L.A. I don't give a fuck. USC, UCLA, you in L.A. Go get some fucking players because guess what? Oregon, Oregon has... Everybody from South Central L.A. and that motherfucker. Like, the whole Oregon team, when they came out to USC and beat the fuck out of them last year, you know they had 21 cats on the field at one time that were all from L.A.? Mm. How the fuck you in – how are you losing kids in your backyard to Oregon, dog? Right. That's a – you know, Pete Carroll is turning over in football – uh, Graves, uh, even though he's alive, God bless. But I'm just saying, he's right. turning over like, right, what the fuck's it. going on with this? Like, how the fuck? No, I wasn't losing the best player in the country that went to Oaks Christian High School right up the street from USC to Oregon. Like, what the fuck? Well, let's face it, dog. It's, you know, you know what? 
you and I both know what the kids like these days. They yeah. like those nice facilities, yeah. the nice Nike cleats. And, yeah. and, and I'm going to be honest with you. You know, SC, they don't put the unit, you know, which always been a tradition. No, tradition. Even They're though tradition. I'm from the South. Yeah. I'm from the South, but I know my football. They don't wear they don't wear, you know, put your names on the jerseys. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and let's be honest, foot, college football is a lot better when we got SC yep. in the mix. And Florida you know State and Florida. Florida State, and, and, right. And, you know, Miami. And, yeah, Michigan. Like, they're average. Right. They're all, that's what I'm talking right. about. I'm talking about this whole thing. Like, the coaches are being fucking recycled. And, the, and, the, and there's, right. to be honest with you, let me tell you something, though. Harbaugh makes $9 million. Coach Franklin, right. good friend of mine, James Franklin at Penn State, makes a good good amount of money, and he hasn't won. Right. Harbaugh hasn't won. Right. Dog, who has really won? Dabo Sweeney, Nick Saban. Okay, Ed Ogeron just got his title. So right. you can't right. really right. say you can't say he's in the mix yet because he just won one, right. and everybody's going to say right. it's a fluke, and we're going to see what he does. But, but what right. I'm saying is there's really two motherfuckers that's won that deserves the $9 million. Like, right, exactly. Jimbo Fisher won one. And then he hasn't done much since. And Texas A&M, to I'm me, should, should be left. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. So, I mean, motherfuckers getting fired and getting new jobs. And they ha- there's nobody that's worth this money, dog. Why don't you pay a motherfucker that, okay, I'll give, give, let me give someone 500 grand. Go prove your worth on a year contract. Give you a staff pool of money to get a good staff. And let, 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 let someone prove their worth. Because there's a lot of guys like me, not even talking about myself. There's guys like me out there that can coach that aren't getting no shot because they're not the fucking favorable, safe hire. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it is. Okay, and, right. You know, it's a, it's, a, it's a what you know. It's a who you know business. It ain't what you know. Let's be clear. Well, let's, so, well, let's address the elephant in the room then. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because and, I, and, and you see, okay you, okay, you say you see these retread coaches. How, but how many? How many of them black? No, no, no. You see what I'm saying? Shit, I, I've been how saying many, that on the show for a while. How many black coaches, you know, that you know can get fired like some of these guys do, <laughs> and then end up with another job? Teddy, I, that, that's a seg- that? that's a perfect segue, dog. I'm just gonna be honest, and I don't give a fuck what people think. You know me, I'm gonna tell this right out. Like, oh, absolutely. I, I tell good. I tell brothers every day. All my best friends, and I don't have many white friends, so I tell everybody, I said, listen to me. I know that. Let me tell you something. Quit feeling fucking sorry for yourself because there's only, so when they put the Rooney rule in in the NFL, dog, Mm -hmm. there's one less black coach now than there was then. Absolutely. So let me, but I'm going to go deeper though. I'm going to fuck your head up right now. Okay. Until, until the NFL and the Jay-Z's of the world, and the Oprah Winfrey's of the world, and the Magic Johnson's, and the Michael Jordan's, and the fucking Tyler Perry's, mm-hmm. and the, and the, whoever else has cheese. Oprah that's, that's, left, right. Yeah, yeah, Oprah. Until they get an NFL team and an NFL mm-hmm. black owner. Right. Dog, you keep crying to the, to the, till you, till the wheels fall off, but you, that's, how, that's why there's no black, there's not even a, there's no black owners, there's not going to be black coaches. Like let's be real, right. and then and then and then right. go to the NCAA. How many black athletic directors or presidents are there? She, there's seven black athletic directors, dog. There's seven black athletic directors, dog. And then let's go right. further than that. You know who's even more in danger than the black male is the black female. So, oh, absolutely. There ain't no black female fucking ads. And guess what? Black female basketball coaches get looked over for a white male in a woman's sport. Right. In a woman's sport, right. So right. now, now let's be real. Gino Ariyama at UConn, 
deserves every fucking penny and every, every he to me, I listen to Gino more than I do listen to Nick Saban. I, I used to listen okay. to I listened to, to, to John Wooden over or Jimmy Johnson. Like I, I'm just telling you, it doesn't matter. Coaching is coaching. I don't give a fuck what sport it is in. You have to get some right. people to the you have to get someone to where they could not get themselves. John Wooden did it better than mm-hmm. ever. Dog, them motherfucker won ten national championships in a row. Like, shut the fuck up. Right. Now, there ain't nothing to say about it. Like, they used to have, when I was a little kid, they used to have signs in, in the Poly Pavilion at UCLA. There were signs created, and when the tournament would start, because back then they didn't have the region. UCLA, number one team, they played at home. Right. Dog, they used to have signs outside that said, welcome to the UCLA Inventational, bruh. Like, that's what the tournament was because you ain't getting, you ain't beating UCLA. 10 years, they won 10 natties, dog. That's unheard of. Right. So, Gino Ariyama was similar. Like, and, and then he used to go, he used to go at it with, 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 uh, Pat Summit at Tennessee and, and, right. unfortunately, well, you know, look, rest in peace. Yeah. So she passed right. away and, and, uh, you think about it, but he, he did some things that, you know, he deserves it. But there's been a lot of black female women basketball coaches or female in general women basketball coaches right. that get passed over for a man in their own gender sport. So, right, exactly. dog, it's just it's fucked up. There's not a lot of black well, female athletic directors. There's not a lot of black uh, presidents in colleges or 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 athletic directors. So, therefore, there's going to be less black coaches. And that's, yeah, and that trickles to the NFL because if there was more black coaches in college, obviously there'd be a bigger pool to draft or to recruit and interview from college to the NFL, but there's not. So, well, the one I didn't like was first of all, let, let's 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 talk about some of these NFL coaches. You got you got Adam Gates. You know he mm-hmm. has, he got his claim of fame. He got his claim of fame from coaching Peyton Manning in one or two years. Come mm-hmm. on, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. What the fuck did he tell Peyton Manning? Okay? Mm-hmm. Then he gets this job in Miami. He went down there and stunk it up, mm-hmm. and he gets fired. Okay? Mm-hmm. Five, but two or three days later, man, he's in my, he go to New York. Yep. To the and next thing you know, he's the head coach, general manager, and all of a sudden, he got a few guys he didn't like, and he just started cutting them. And this is the dude who just got fired in Miami, man. Okay, I don't understand that. And then you got you got Bill O'Brien. Okay, all of a sudden he come from the Bill Belichick Bill Belichick tree. Oh, he got to be good. He go to Penn State, leave Penn State, then he go to Houston. And look at the mess he doing. You know, he getting rid of guys left and right. Okay, so what, what I don't like there, you got that cat over there in Chicago. Okay, <laughs> now he was under. He was under, he was in Kansas City under Andy Reid. He's doing the same thing, had the same role every enemy got, and all of a sudden they want to say every enemy is not the play caller. Well, he wasn't the play caller. I'm going to stay quiet. Eric, Eric's a good friend of mine, and I'm going to stay quiet on that because I know the truth, but at the same time, why isn't he getting the same shot, to your point? Why is he know, not getting I, the same shot? It is what it is. It's, it, it's, it's, it's fucked up, man. It is. what It's it's, it ridic- is. it's ridiculous. Uh, I don't know. I mean, shit, we could talk about coaching deal all day long with the Bill O'Brien shit and all that because he had another receiver there who's a Juco guy, Jalen Strong. Who, mm-hmm. who who Bill O'Brien fucked over too, and Jalen Strong came out on it in social media and let everyone know about it, and and you know, and then and then oh boy, that just got cut. The receiver he came out and t- took the high road against Michael Irvin, but you know Michael Irvin ain't gonna come out and say that oh. unless it was true. So and, and 
that shit was true. DeAndre Hawkins, right? He yeah. just got to the high road. Mm-hmm. He want to keep down the feet. Michael Irving ain't going to make that up, and he was dead set on what he was saying. Yeah, because yeah, he never, because Hopkins didn't come out and say Michael Lyon. He just said, right. I'm playing the high role. It's, I'm fine. Yeah. You know, he has to do that thing because, you know, this is a not for long business, NFL. That's what it stands for. Right, you remember, right. you cut left right. and right and shit. You, right. you, you'll be a, you know, it's about what have you done for me lately and, and shit. Now DeAndre got to go over there with the fucking, you know, a midget quarterback and see what could happen, you know, and see if he could get well, it done. Oh shit! Don't let me don't get me started, dog. Let me just let me just tell okay. everybody out there. I didn't let them motherfuckers in my office when he was at Tech. So I, that just tells yeah. you that just tells you what the motherfucker feel he that was, I feel like. He was thirty four or thirty eight. All of a sudden, he he gets fired. He go to he go to SC and have a cup of coffee and probably bumped in Sean McVay. And all of a sudden, oh, he knows Sean McVay. Oh man, let's get him a job. Because Sean McVay kind of started this young, these young cats, genius. And, and, and what has Sean McVay done lately? Nothing, man. So for the Cliff Kings, and then you you fire Wilkes after one year, okay? And, and and then and then you bring in this cat who who who, who you know was under five hundred in college, and just like in Detroit, you know, saying the cat comes. Why? Why? Why he ain't fired? They fired my. Well, they fired. They fired. Fire. The, they fired the brother Jim Caldwell. Caldwell. Yeah, absolutely. I, ah, I'm confused shit. on it all, nah, man. Nah, so, it ain't, it ain't like no confusion. Said, can... Shit, you know what it is. I mean, look at look at your boy, your boy the OC with the Patriots. That motherfucker better not ever take another head job. He know better now. He know he better. Know better. I gotta That's go why. be with Bill. That's I gotta why. go be under Bill to so I can just stay in my lane and be be called the best co- right. OC ever. Cause I can't. I ain't really. Yeah, exactly. I ain't really that good of a motherfucking coach. I just got this motherfucker exactly. that knows what he's doing over here. I'm just gonna ride the wave. Cause when I go out on my own, I get ate up by sharks. Exactly. Let's just say this: Ed the enemy better be a head coach come next year. Man. I mean, you know they talk about this Rooney rule. All the time they got black coaches down the hall. Hey, come on down here and let's interview and go ahead and get this over with. Hey. You know we're not gonna hire you. Dog, I'm gonna I'm 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 be real. I'm gonna be real and and be raw and uncut as I am. And I want to let everybody know. And everybody can make comments and, and hit me up and, and, and hit me up on, on IG or, or Twitter. But I'm going to be honest with you. Marvin Lewis, good friend, took took an interview with the Cowboys last year. Uh, right. When, uh-huh. when they fight. You know what, dog? What I told him and what I would tell him and what I would tell every other black coach that's going to go take these interviews, don't take the motherfucking token interview. Don't do right. it. How about you just don't do right. it? Now, right. it's not. It's easy to say sitting here on my fucking desk doing a podcast, all right? Because I don't have a dog okay. in the fight no more. But at the same time, you guys aren't going to lose. You're not. You got money. You got other opportunities. Right. You can go to college. You mm-hmm. can do other things. Say fuck you. I don't. I'm not taking your token ass interview. Give me right. something on paper before I go into this motherfucker that I really have a shot, or at least I'm a finalist. Don't come in here and give me this token interview because that's what makes it even look bad, even look worse that you're going in right. there to take it. Like, set the tone for the rest of the brothers going in there next year and say, fuck you, we're not going to go in there no more. Because mm-hmm. why is it that we have less brothers coaching now than it was before the Rooney Rule? started when it right. when, when the Rooney rule came in existence we got less coaches now so Tomlin yeah. Tomlin's the longest co- tenured coach since then the rule right. and then and then basically since then you've had fucking everyone recycled so hopefully I'm rooting for my boy 
uh, down in Miami. Um, so hopefully, oh, yeah. you know, hopefully, but you know, he's another Belichick guy. We're, we're going to see what happens with that. And, uh, we'll go from there, but that's just my thoughts on the whole thing, man. I just think people need to say, fucking make a stance, turn it down and, and right. say, fuck you. I'm, why, why am I going to be the, 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 the duck? I'm not going to be the duck no more. I, you know, right. I, I know it's bullshit, you know, fuck it. Because they go by their own state dinner. All they do yeah. is take them there, have them take them to a state dinner, and say, "Hey, they did they'll, they'll call Ed Water up, or they'll call Adam Sheffler. Up. We interviewed this yep. minority yep. coach, you know, to make it look good for the press and the media and all that. Come on, man, let's move on from that. You know, yep. I mean, you know, now if a black dude is there and he's not getting the job done, I don't give a damn what color. If you're not getting the job done, you got to go. You know what I mean? See. See, like Stephen A. Smith likes to jump on Marvin Lewis, that he was there way too long. I'm not saying, but he contradicted himself. He'll sit there and say, I'm not saying the man shouldn't be a coach nowhere else, but he shouldn't be in Cincinnati anymore. You're not making sense. If he ain't get a job down in Cincinnati, he might not go over here and get it. So some people just kind of, anyway, like you said, we can go on and on about that, but but I think something else has to be done differently, man. Yeah, it does. It does. But it is what it is, man, and uh, we'll see, man. Listen, man, I appreciate you coming on, dog. We've been on over an hour and ten minutes, shit. You know, when you bullshitting, okay. man, you know, time flies like a motherfucker. You know, time's a thief anyway, so shit. Right. Hopefully hopefully we get through this damn virus and uh, you safe and I'm safe. We could have a drink and bullshit together and uh, and get through this shit because I want to take you to get your fucking feet done. That's the first thing I'm going to do. I'm going to take, I'm gonna take you. you and show you how to throw a football. And, and and we can just teach each other stuff. I don't have a problem with getting my feet done. I can fix them. You can't but, fix them. You know, let's make sure we let's make sure we don't let's make sure we clarify this before we get off the fucking air. You can't fix your feet. Those motherfuckers is worse than goddamn them hammer time. You got fucking you, I mean, them dogs bark. This shit is wave. You got corns. You got you know you you your shit broke the file trying to file. I mean I've seen all kinds of shit, man. That shit don't make no yeah. sense. I know this. You oh, better yeah. still not have that goddamn black car with the goddamn auto start. No, no. Oh, no, no, I got another one all the stuff. It's better than that one, but man. I have got to tell the people how bad you played in Quad City. We'll, we'll touch on that. Man, I, I, you but, know, uh, that was. I, I, my first throw was like a touchdown to Teddy. Or, 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 I mean, to Steve. I threw a touchdown to Steve, a corner yeah. route. He went to the house, and I thought I, my shit didn't stink. I was horrible the rest. Of, I missed York right. on a, I missed York on a two point play. I'm. Oh, I was horrible. Yeah. I, 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 take, I, I own my shit. I own my shit though. I own it. Okay. I, 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 I know. I, if I'm shitty, I'm shitty. I tell you straight out. Okay. And cause I'm gonna tell you this play. You probably remember. And it was, it got brought to my attention the other day. We it was, it was it was it was left high storm. So I got the nine, and Steve got the out, and it was almost like you fans got them bowling or some shit. I don't know what the hell, but the ball rolled to it. And Steve trying to talk it off the floor like, damn, what's going on here? So, I mean, I'm going to have to find that tape. Yeah, yeah, find that tape. Find that tape. I know. I know. I threw a forty. I know. I threw a forty-yard line shot and hit him in his fucking chest for a touchdown too. So I know everyone. The sunshine on a dog ass. Some days is shit. But we but shit. But let's let's pull out. Let's pull out some tape. Let's pull out some overall JB film and let's see who the fuck. How many roll balls hit the fucking ground? I bet you. I bet you there's less than there are more. Now I'm, I'm gonna tell you what I heard the next year. That I should have, I should have replaced you in that game at quarterback because I was, you know, I was ready to go, but they wanted, they didn't want to, you know, uh, make you look bad. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, I'm just telling you. Oh, shit. It's been fun, man. I can't lie. Hey, so. No doubt. Hey, Let's brother, all love. All love, man. Go out there, be safe. Oh, Hope your man. son is all right. Uh, oh, yeah. You better, not, you better not be out there fucking. You better not be out there fucking pressure washing no goddamn fences or no fuck whatever the fuck you do with them pressure man. washers. I've been seeing that shit on Facebook. You better stop that shit. Man, I, listen, man, with the power I got on that machine and, and the solution I could put, I could kill some of this shit. So if people worry about their germs, yeah, I can come Shit. and spray off your sidewalks, your, your your handrails, and all kind of stuff. So there it is. Hey, man. But better no, you better pressurize them feet. Knock them fucking calluses off that motherfucking bunion of yours. Yeah. Hey, 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 Teddy, it's been all love, brother. I appreciate you, and oh, I, yeah, like I said, I'll uh, we'll chop it up again, dog. All right, man. Love you, man. Be all good, right. baby. You too, Stay brother. Safe. Peace. All right, bro. Later. Hope this ain't my last chance. It's the last chance. For me, will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me.